Hello, hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Your Soulful Goddess podcast, or if it's your first time joining us, then welcome. Your Soulful Goddess is the place where open hearts and open minds can come together to talk about and discover new ways in which to heal, grow, and fully step into their true potential and power. My name is Safa. I am your host. I am an intuitive life coach, and I am beyond ecstatic about today's episode. Okay, so if you've been listening from season one, you may remember that getting close to 2021, like the new year, we got together and I say we because it was several women, powerful women and myself got together to talk about the energy for the coming year. That was a super special episode and it was completely unique and we just savored it so much that we said right then and there we had to do it again and so we chose to get together for the spring equinox and so... I think you can guess where I'm going with this, right? Today's special extra episode is so just filled with life and light and beauty and power of the divine feminine in so many forms. And we all just had a phenomenal time talking about the energy for this shift and what we could perceive within the global energy, within ourselves, with our clients, etc. This conversation is so, so juicy and so filled with power that we were buzzing with exuberance for days after. Now, I'm going to just play the interview straight for you and let the ladies each introduce themselves to you one at a time. I'm going to place a small language advisory in place here. And also, in full disclosure, sound wasn't exactly what I would have wanted it to be. But you know what? The interview is juicy. You're not going to want to miss it. So without further ado, here is your special episode. (laughs) Okay. So welcome to the show, ladies. I'm so, so excited that you're here with me today. We're talking all things Equinox, but I also feel like there are other things that need to be shared today. I don't know why, but I'm picking up on it. So I'm just going to open the floor to that. And before we even get started, I want each of you to slowly introduce yourselves to the listeners. So Kate will start us off. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and to share space with all of these wonderful women. Um, so my name is Kate Good. I am a human design reader. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. And basically my goal is in readings and also by providing informational guides for people to help them be empowered to heal themselves using the knowledge of human design. Hey everyone. I'm super excited to be here with this powerful group. Uh, my name is Melissa Tipton. I'm a Jungian witch and an author and My focus is taking Jungian psychology and really, first of all, making it fresh for today um, and just finding ways to use Jung's insights to make magic super, super duper effective um, and life-changing. That's my, that's my goal. Hello, everyone. I'm Viola Hug, and also very excited to be here. And I'm feeling very silly today, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I'm um, a podcaster for the Spirit Sex Money podcast. I'm also an author, and I'm a coach and channel for high-level entrepreneurs who want to scale their soul, their wealth, and their impact. And I mainly do that through integrating spirituality and sensuality into their life and business. Oh my goodness! I'm so honored to be in this room with you. Women, you guys are so badass. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Hannah Moon. I am an intuitive coach and I work with people on deconstructing their beliefs. So, I was an evangelical and I try to help others that are trying to choose how they would like to deconstruct and what kind of beliefs that they would want to implement into their lives, how to build healthy rituals and practices in their own life that is going to be able to guide them towards like self-love and uh, be able to kind of navigate those waters of whenever you're having to, you know, figure out your own space and create what you want to believe. And uh, that is what I do. I work with light bears. I love it. Ah, Ladies, I'm so honored and excited and grateful to have all of you join me today. And these episodes, I think, 
they're probably some of my favorites just because we all get to share in each other's spaces and a little behind the scenes for the listeners. This is also the only time I actually have audio and video because I just have to see everyone's faces and feel their energy and all of that. So that's exciting to me. Also, like I said, I don't know. So originally how this kind of got created for the last season, we had gotten together um, for the energy of the new year. And we were so just like high from that just connection with one another and the messages that were coming through that we decided we wanted to do it again. We said when and everybody was like spring equinox. So that's why we are here today. We are super excited to be doing this once again. I'm excited. I do feel the energy of this particular equinox is getting to me a little sooner than with most and i feel it very intensely in my soul i think a part of it is and i want to hear what you think but i think a part of it for me has been the last couple of years of my life have been very much about uprooting and deep transformation and i've just loved every minute of it in as much as i have also been very much you know in the pain and in the shadow of it all so i'm not going to say oh it was so fluffy and light and beautiful and unicorns and rainbows no that's not what i mean when i say i i'm in love with it or i enjoyed it i just mean that because it has reawakened the inner goddess and because it has allowed me to embody her in full versus just kind of staying at the edges and saying well yeah I know but I'm not really like willing to go there it just has meant a lot to me and I bring all of that up just because I think the unearthing that started years and years ago is still prolonging like it's still going and it feels very much like an unearthing um, and it just calls to my soul so deeply. And one message that has kept coming through as the equinox approaches and as I'm sitting with just like the vast energy of this shift right now is the steady pace at which the world and the universe actually develop. In other words, I think we want things now, right now, instantaneous. This change has to happen today. But when I sit back and connect to nature, I can even hear the slow like movement, expansion, the growth, the reaching for the sunlight, the connecting to the earth. I can feel that. And I feel as though that is an important message to share today, just in terms of it may feel like you're moving at a glacier pace, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your developmental growth, whether it is in your whatever aspect of your life, you feel that you are sort of freaking out about the fact that you're not where you want to be yet. Um, just honor the space that it's a slow, beautiful, sort of moving, ebbing and changing process, right? So that's what's coming up for me very strongly, at least in this moment. And um, yeah, anybody want to fill in that space? <laughs> okay, yes, Viola. I love that you said that as well, because uh, one of the things that has really kind of cemented for me in, in the last year, I'd probably say is really working with my cycles at an even more conscious level. Um, just like a micro little introduction, I became a um, mom last year in 2020. So cool. Um, and it was like interesting because I went through, you know, I went through uh, a miscarriage prior to being pregnant. And that was like a very, very odd time for me prior to then I was doing a lot of sexual healing work. I was doing a lot of working with my cycles. And then suddenly I went through this phase of miscarriage and then wanting to be pregnant and not being pregnant and then suddenly being pregnant and then being super sick while I was pregnant. And then, you know, all of these things. And so that phase, I kind of like really disconnected for some reason with my own cycles. And when I was pregnant, I didn't, I was just like, Oh, I don't even know what the moon's doing. Like I was just like in a whole different world. Um, and then, but after once I actually entered motherhood, it kind of like came through me as almost like a primal need. It was like, this isn't something fun to do anymore. Like this is it. Like I need to be in the rhythm with my like inner rawness and my wild woman. And like, just those vibes came through for me. And so when I was coming into the new year, I felt this very different energy where like, you know, usually the new year's like goals and like all the things. And I was like, well, actually winter's our crone season. It's our, um, it's our intuitive internal season. And so I really just kind of like leaned into that. And even though I brought like a whole new rebrand into my business, it was in a very like soft and gentle way. And I didn't feel like bringing anything to the forefront. And I didn't feel like 
I, I was in a rush. Like what you said, it felt very slow. And then um, I can, I'm starting to feel though the shift already, right? Like the spring energy. And it's been so interesting just to watch, like when I'm really just like surrendering to the season of whatever I've been, yeah, noticing such a huge shift. And it's like, of course, we're still supported in our ebbs. And of course, we're still supported in our flows. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited as I'm starting to feel this inspiration of like what I feel I am creating and bringing forward for this new spring season. Um, so I don't know, I just want to share that. It's really interesting. I think you're, I love that you're sharing that. And I think it's there for a reason as well, just in as much as tapping into the wholeness of who we are. And part of that is honoring those seasons and those shifts. Um, I do also believe we like the idea of keeping sort of one steady pace, one steady flow, one steady like, eh, like I can't leave this line. It, I'm laughing because Melissa and I were actually talking about this yesterday. <laughs> it's like, as you, you have this sense that you have one path, one track, one line, one thing that you have to follow and it's gotta be just so. And then your spirit starts developing and it starts sort of trying to catch your attention and going, hey, like I actually need to flow here for a bit and then over there and then I wanna explore. And then I, to me, that's also part of that wild woman essence too, in terms of just like being, get capacious, explore, go out there, ah, like let all of that stuff out of you and experience it and let it be something that brings you fresh life. And it, moves in terms of the cycles too like for me and I'll take it to the moon like let's go out from global season to like moon right something a little bit more concise in a sense or something that I think is becoming more talked about is if the moon bro like the new moon comes around and I slowly start doing this thing where I'm like oh I want to go to sleep all the time I don't want to be here and I get very introspective though and so that's what's happening is like but it's catching me sooner than it normally would right now in terms of I know I've got shadow deep shadow work to do right now and it's going to be like eh, intense and I'm feeling it already and then as I pull out of that I feel the expansion of the once I'm done with that like literally the new moon comes and the next day I'm like oh I've got all of this energy let's go do stuff let's like ah. and I mean Kate will tell you this because she was on the show with me uh, earlier this season so she knows that I am like a firecracker to the point where it's like I always say I burn the candle at both ends but like with a really good intention just in terms of like ah, I'm gonna do all the things and go out there and get them so anyway I I want to honor what you said Viola and then Hannah did I see you raise your hand earlier Um, it was more like the finger guns and like, yes, yes, preach. I feel all of this because um, I had a total mental breakdown last week before the full moon publicly on my social media. And then after like that release, because I, I so agree, I feel like there's so much deep work that something I might have already felt like I've gone through and I figured out it's like, oh no, it's just like, I heard on a podcast the other day, it was like new level, same demon. And it was like, oh my gosh, that resonates on a deep, deep, deep level just like thinking like once you think you go through something it's like an onion it's like oh no you just got through the first layer of maybe that trauma or that healing or that concept or ideology like I thought I had worked through so many levels of harmful ideology from being raised in like a conservative Christian home and then it was like a whole new one that I like thought I had figured out but it was just like from a different perspective and I was like nope still there and then so I had just like a major like flow of like just could not contain all the tears that I had last week and then now all of a sudden like I feel like just a endless supply of ideas and energy I got my COVID vaccine so today I'm a little sleepy but it's but other than that I feel like I just had this like abundance but with that this like abundance of flow and energy and ideas it's like oh here's more stuff we're gonna work on too over here like we're gonna just like it's a bubble of like a spring of all of the things and so yes I totally I love what you both were oh my gosh a spring of all the things yeah I love that yeah Melissa I, oh my gosh, I'm just relating so much to what everyone is putting down here. And this whole idea of the onion and, oh, I thought 
thought I was done with this. Oh, just kidding. Um, definitely been feeling that energy big time. Um, and one of the things kind of tying it into this pattern of like unearthing and then there's the ebb and the flow and how do I find my, like, where am I at in that? Sometimes I totally misread. I think I'm in this part of the cycle and it's like, oh, just kidding. Things are actually happening in this way. But one of the things that's been coming up for me specific to Equinox, and I actually went back yesterday, Safa, after you and I talked, I went back to some of my old journals and I was like, holy crap, this happens every year for me, apparently before Equinox, is that in, it's usually, usually like a few weeks before Equinox, things get way more out of balance to kind of show me where balance is really needed. Um, and some of the things that I have done in many, 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 many times in past years is I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to find balance. I'm going to do this. I'm going to handle it. And I'm not able to just take that break and just be with what is currently out of balance and just really feel that like, whoa, yeah. Ooh, this is painful. Ooh, this is scary. This is whatever it is. Instead of just rushing to how do I fix this? And looking over my journals from past years, when I do that, when I rush, I just get myself right back into the same place because I haven't left enough space for a truly new way to start bubbling forth because I'm just in too much of a hurry to get out of the discomfort. So. Hey, yeah. That is so beautiful. And yes, I, I'm completely feeling these same energies and it actually hit me this morning, pretty much for the past, you know, five to 10 years, I feel like around this time, whatever I'm working on, whatever things I'm involved in, or like companies even fall apart around this time. <laughs> and there is something very much in my energy that um, sees what isn't working and pulls out kind of like, now that you see it, you can't not do something about it. And so not only is that showing up, you know, on my personal life, this has been such an interesting past few months of really like hermiting, being in that hibernation mode. And as much as I want to move really quickly, almost hitting that energetic wall and being forced to just sit, be really still, look at whatever you need to fix within yourself or you need to heal within yourself. And so many new tools and modalities and ways of thinking have popped up. So it's very much like a matriculation phase, I feel. Um, but then, you know, stepping out from just my personal thing, looking at the things I am interacting with, it always falls apart around the equinox. It's always like that one thing that's been under the surface comes to a head and suddenly we can't ignore it anymore. Like, my inc incarnation cross has to do with like, what do you need to get your shit together? And it's very much the, the vibe that comes out right now. And it's all just like shaking it up. And as painful as it is to see, you know, what, what things that are rising to the surface that just need to be kind of healed or tossed out or released and how this is the perfect time to do it because we're planting the seeds for what comes next. So even just having that sort of awareness is super helpful. And I imagine this is happening in a lot. I see a lot of head shaking. So a lot of people experience this um, and knowing it's totally normal because we're planting new seeds. We're moving into a whole new era. So just making that release even more um, joyful and celebrating it. Yeah, it's a palpable energetic shift, but even in terms of like on a spiritual level, let's go very like, let's just go there. Let's take it to that spiritual level. It's such an, not just the up earthing and the uprooting kind of the way you said that, by the way, as you were talking, I kept visualizing like weeds getting pulled out of the ground um, and also getting the sense of like just wanting to shake things off, like literally grabbing like a blanket and shaking it off and just getting it to release all the dust and getting ready for like something new. So I just had to say that, but I also did see Viola's hand. So yes, Viola. Yeah, I was just gonna, I feel like you ended up covering it pretty much anyway, but the, what I was gonna say was around this, like, 
the sensation of like the things falling apart, I always find it so interesting and like learning in layers. And, um, uh, you know, someone describes it as it's not like we're, we sometimes feel like we're going in circles, but it's actually an upward spiral. It's just our growth journey is meant to face the same things over and over and over again, because once we change and grow and learn from something, we have a different perspective. So it's a whole new layer of healing available, right? Like when we come back around and this idea of things falling apart, I remember I used to hold such a fear around things falling apart. Um, Like I have this journey of, I was an entrepreneur for five years where I was having no success. In fact, I ended up in over six figures of debt and I was like, very not okay. Pre-human design, by the way. And then I found human design and there was light. Um, But no, um, kind of, but it was like this whole thing at that time, I was always so scared of it not working. I was so scared that if I tried something else, I would miss my chance because I'd already been working so hard at this thing. And what if I let it go? And if I didn't have this, then what would I have? And, you know, like, yeah, sure. My intuition's telling me to try something new, but this is like my only option right now. Like I have to, you know, and this is like kind of a heightened example, but it's like, I was so scared that, um, something falling away or, or, you know, not being exactly as I wanted it to be or whatever would actually ruin me when really those things are not to be feared. There are rebirth. And also sometimes they're so much gentler than we expect them to be as well. Like we fear them, but then when we're actually in the midst of it, when we're letting go, right, the letting go, the falling apart can be the falling apart of a belief that held you back. It can be falling apart of a doubt. It can be falling apart from like an expectation you have on yourself. And it it feels so scary as you're approaching it and when it feels in the falling apart phase but then when you go through it and you're in it and you're on the other side you're like oh wait a second why was I carrying that with me this whole time anyway you know oh my gosh I yeah I I first of all I'm taken aback and I'm like just processing it so I'm trying to get the words to come out as I process but it's really funny that you said that because the other message that just has kept coming through leading up to this equinox and leading up to this call today and up to this moment has been that sense of embracing and allowing impermanence, you know, not getting so daunted by the truth of impermanence and just how, how important it is in our lives and the purpose that it serves. Right. So all of that just really like spoke to my soul right now. And the other thing about this is, and tell me what you feel about this, because for me, Falling apart, breaking to pieces carries now a super rich connotation of delight, even though in the midst of the pain of it, because I know that it means there's a further enriching. Like I know that the things that are falling away, the things that are really just moving on and being released or shifted or dusted or whatever, however you want to see it, however you're feeling it in your mind, your body, your spirit today, those are creating space for something else, something much richer, something much brighter, something much more like life-giving. That's the sense I keep getting is that breath of life, that breath of air, that breath of earth. And, um, and I, oh, I just love, 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 love this so much. So yes, Melissa. Oh, and then after Melissa, then Hannah. <laughs> it's interesting, both Viola, what you're saying and Safa, this kind of necessary falling apart process. I think it was just two days ago, I did a tarot reading for myself and I got the tower card. Um, and I remember when I used to do a lot of readings for clients, people would always be freaked out when that card would show up. And I often would too. And there was something just a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, thank God. Like I need, there's so much here that needs to fall apart (laughs) so that just the foundation, the core of what I actually need, not what my ego has built up and thought that I needed all this time can just be revealed. And one of the things that as I've been hearing everyone speak something, it's helped me become aware of a part within myself. Um, It's my, I call it like my overwhelm hopelessness part. So when this part gets triggered, especially by being able, like in those moments where I just see the immensity of the patterns that before I wasn't seeing, it can sometimes feel like, oh my God, like, how do I, what am I going to do? Like, there's just years. And I mean, even like lifetimes of stuff, like, what am I supposed to do? Um, And one of the things just over the past few months that has been really helping me is being able to be with my overwhelm part 
um, from the self with a capital S uh, because that self can maintain like curiosity and openness and courage and just even a call. Like when things to these parts really do feel like, holy crap, I, this is too much. Um, and to those parts, it really is too much. Uh, but if I can come to self, it's like, okay, just a different awareness comes through that I'm not just losing my shit and spinning my wheels, which doesn't get me anywhere. <laughs> like I said in the chat, I genuinely feel like I'm in my own like little coaching session because so much of what all of you are saying is like what I personally really needed to hear because I feel I, and I think hopefully for anyone listening to this, they're sitting at home like, oh my gosh, yes. Because I think like we so rarely get to see the parts of other people going through the same cycles as us. So everybody talking about, like, I didn't even think about how pretty much every year on the spring equinox, I'm always like, what am I doing with my life? And it's like, oh, there's a rhythm to it that if we accept it to flow with it, it's going to be exciting when you pull the tower card and you're like, yes, like bringing it all down versus, oh, again, like, I feel like that's a huge theme in my life. Um, I'm a projector for sex and I feel like <laughs> for so long, it's like every three, four years, it feels like everything I build falls apart. So Viola, what you were saying, I was just like, girl, I've been there. And, uh, and I'm really working on it. I feel like with for anyone listening that has had like strong religious backgrounds, it's like if something is not working well, or if you have ever experienced like loss, or like if you're not being blessed, it feels like you're doing something wrong. It equates to being wrong. And so you are just like, you have so much shame and guilt when something isn't working. It's like, oh, I, I'm doing the wrong, I'm on the wrong path. And that's like so many as big as fears being on the wrong path. And it's like, just remembering it's this spiral going upward like I loved that that was so great and so I just wanted to like you know get, let everybody know like this this is something I feel like even people that you think already knows this needs a reminder of this on a regular basis like I feel so seen right now oh I love that yes agreed and that's why I love these sessions I mean they really bring such joy and sparkle to my soul so again thank you everybody and I, and I know that this is of benefit to everybody listening and that as you hear this you will see that part of yourself that maybe up until now was so scared and so confused and so just confused as to why you even have to release these things and sometimes that happens man like I know that sometimes I get the sense of like but why though like I know that this has to happen but why like I want to keep wanting it and want to keep keeping it and ultimately it's just a matter of kind of like what Melissa was saying it's you really take a look at all the parts of who you are at all the different ages you know I do a lot of like inner child healing with my clients and this is and I'm actually doing a whole program around just the inner child healing so this is like spe speaking specifically to that in terms of just like yeah man it's not easy but you know what it's so it's so transformative and it brings such a sense of completion and such a sense of being home that was like a big thing right just having that sense of being at home within the self and that's i think to me the other thing that spring tastes like rebirth and it tastes like home you know it just tastes like coolness because at this point persephone is left and she's no longer in the underworld and that makes me so happy <laughs> so of course i'm going to bring it back to the goddesses because you know me that's my jam so that's like the whole essence of of everything but yes Kate, Yes. And it's so beautiful that you brought up these themes because what I was actually digging into before was what, from a human design perspective, what energies are at play around the spring equinox. And it's called um, the vessel of love is essentially the background energy that's happening around this time. And it's all about connecting to your identity, connecting to yourself, and reaching those highest levels of self-love and self-acceptance. And it's almost, it can feel sometimes like we're a compass that's just spinning all around um, and we don't know where we're going with it. But the whole point is the, the more you calibrate yourself with self-love, compassion, 
connecting to this like deeper spiritual understanding that you're always held, you're looked out for. And no matter what you think you're holding on to that, you know, that's your identity. The truth is from within. And so we're all being pushed and kind of like ferried along this energy during the spring equinox, which I think is just so beautiful. And a reminder, every time you feel like things are falling apart, just go back within because that, that little compass is going to tell you where to go eventually. <laughs> but you really have to just embrace all the parts of yourself that are, that want to be seen and want to be acknowledged to do so. I love that so much. And thank you for using the word embrace because it's such a pivotal change, I think, in terms of how we speak our vocabulary to ourselves. I know we've been making huge strides in trying to, um, to connect with self more, to get to that higher self embodiment. And in that journey, we've been using the word self acceptance a lot. And every time I hear it, ugh, it lands like a pebble or not a pebble, like it literally lands like a boulder in my soul. Cause it's like, I'm not accepting, I'm not putting up with to me. That's what that means. Like self acceptance reflects as like, I'm going to put up with this, but embracing self-embracing is like, ah, oh, come here. Let me love on you. Let me cherish you. Let me really draw you into this and grow from this love. So thank you for using that word. And then, yeah, definitely. I, I love the essence of that just like shift. And what's curious is, and I'm glad that this is coming up, um, is that we're circling back when we talked about the energy for this year, one of the themes that came up was the essence of allowing, but also that essence of you're going to be okay. And the fact that it's being reflected back again, is just, it's still, it's still our theme. We're going to be okay. No matter what happens, we are okay. We are safe. We are protected. We are loved. We are cherished. We are provided for. It doesn't matter what happens. We are okay. So yes, Viola. Yeah, that energy of um, we're, we're going to be okay. I remember like when I was, when we were talking about that on that episode, like a big thing that was coming through for me was just in, we're going to be okay in being a little bolder and being a little bit more ourselves and being a little bit more edgy, right? Because also like a huge theme for me is I was going through my massive rebirth or transition, whatever in my own business. And I was sharing before my kind of story of where I was a struggling entrepreneur. And then finally, when I had this space of just like giving up everything that was external that I thought I needed to do to be successful. And I came back inward, that's where it shifted. Right. And it's not a coincidence that at the same time I found human design, I, um, like I'd been having like a spiritual awakening, I guess you can call it, but it was kind of like the line in the sand where I was like, no, I'm going to trust my intuition. I'm going to trust spirit. I'm going to trust this. And it like took me back to this, like completely center focused place. And honestly, like it was one of the first times in my life that I just trusted that what I wanted was, was enough, that what I wanted to do was enough. It does not surprise me that from that place, like I went from struggling multiple, you know, tens of whatever six figures in debt to then making six figures in my business in just over a year and a half. Right. And it's like, not surprising at all, but it's just this reminder. And then, um, then I went through this transition again last year where it was kind of the same thing. It was suddenly like all of these parts of myself were bubbling to the surface. And I, I think the point that really, that why I really wanted to speak was what you were saying about that self kind of like embracing, because when we reject parts of ourselves, right, that's like the biggest way that we alienate ourselves from our purpose, from our energy. And I often talk about like our soul frequency and the the vibration that we have. And it's like, my theory, which I feel like is pretty true, is that the more we come back to ourselves, the more we have an allowing of ourselves, which does include all parts of ourselves, right? The more we come back to that true essence of ourselves, which we can continuously as well learn more about ourselves, the, the easier success is because it's like the more we're coming back to our soul signature, which our soul signature is innate worthiness, innate abundance, innate love, right? And it's kind of like, we release resistance because we're looking at the societal conditioning. We're looking at the past life, the ancestral beliefs and all of this conditioning that we have from a place of compassion and rather than rejection and rather than it defining us, it's more like, Oh, come here, you know, like, let me hold you. It's okay. And then when we have that, it's like, not only do we heal ourselves and I get emotional about this because I feel like this is such a big piece of the work that I see in the world and a big piece of my work, but it's like, we, we love on ourselves a little bit deeper. 
we heal ourselves and that is healing the collective, right? It's giving other people permission. And that was, yeah, my huge breakthrough in this transition of like really accepting my sexuality because as much as I was like embodied feminine and da, 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 it was like, I was like, oh, but don't touch my pussy. Like, that's just, that's just scary. (laughs) I I wouldn't do that. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, (laughs) self-pleasure. But um, it's funny, right? Like it was this part that I was just like, oh, but that's that part. No, like everything else. Yes. But yeah, it's just another layer. Oh my God. I, I love that on so many different levels. Um, first of all, because can I just say, and I'm just going to throw the disclaimer at the beginning of this like episode, there's bad words, whatever. Um, like that's just like my normal speech too. So sometimes I take it for granted, but in the podcasting world, it's like a thing I have to be consciously aware of, but whatever. What I will say is, can I just say how much I love the word pussy? It's so delicious to me. So thank you for that. Cause oh, I love it. Second of all, one of the things that I really, really love about just like the feminine and in how I work with the seven archetypes that I've created around her um, is one of them is the free spirit. And she's just this free, I mean, the free spirit is the wild woman, but like to 10, you know, she's so amplified and she's no trouble steeping into her sexuality, her sensuality, like all the things, right? And so it's it's interesting to me because she's also one of the ones that triggers all of the others more. Like she's the one she shows up and all the other ones are like, ah, what is she's doing here? She's blah, blah, blah. And then it brings up all of these core wounds. So you saying that and like really drawing it up and all of us holding space for these growing spaces, it just gives us that wake up call that like, hey, this is actually a part of you. This essence of the feminine is you embody her, feel her, honor her. Don't feel shame around it. I'm always saying, and probably ad nauseum at this point, but I always say anything that shames you enslaves you. So if that's happening in your life, take a really close look at whatever is enslaving you, because why would you want to be enslaved? And then just relish in yourself. I mean, like delight in every last little bit of who you are all of it right and that can be really scary and I think Hannah can speak to this a little bit too um even in terms of how we've been brought up religiously that is like a big push like that's a big button for us to get like oh but no no dirty bad bad going to hell (laughs) yes oh my goodness like the amount of conversations I have with people and myself about like the silliest things that can cause just a shame spiral and how far we will really take it. It could be something so small, something very, very small. And it could end after having like, you know, for me, like four hours of maladaptive daydreaming of how I could potentially like ruin the rest of my life from this one small action that in and of itself was not bad at all. It was just like, had this shame around the, from the church. And a big thing that's coming up for me over the last few weeks, and along with what we're all talking about too, is not just like being here for the destruction to rebuild, but being here for the destruction and reframing what our minds are around what is evil or what is bad and learning to like love those things. Like I um, realized like a big part of it is like, cause I was doing so much shadow work. I've been doing so much shadow work. And to me, I thought it was like, especially with all my fire energy, I'm like, destroy it, like murder my shadow. And it's like, no, like you're still missing the, you're still missing it. Like what you need to do is embrace and love your shadow. And I was like, oh, that's it. And cause there also for me was this like, strong pull to darkness like I liked it and I felt like that was something inherently evil in me and that's why I thought like oh we're all born sinners because because I love the darkness and then I realized I'm like oh no it's just like I am a witch and that's a great thing and and like to like learn to like love all the the things that you know, white men deemed evil and wrong and horrible and, you know, like just seedy. And now I'm starting to just fully love, like whenever I feel like shame around something, I'm like, oh, okay, like what patriarchal structure made me feel that way? And what part of that shame, like what is that thing in that shame that I actually should like maybe learn to love? 
Like if I feel bad that I am like, can be like awkwardly loud or feel like, I don't know, whatever those things are. It's like, how can I reframe to like love that part of myself that I deem to be something that is wrong with me or whatnot. Um, and to like start, I don't know, befriending like the demons in my life. Okay, first of all, I just want to say murder my shadow. Like, I just want that on a t-shirt, please. That's great. <laughs> this is cracking me up because I have definitely uh, been taking that approach for a big chunk of my life and not surprisingly, it didn't work. Um, one of the things that was coming up just from hearing all everyone speak is this thing. So Viola, you were talking about trust and like coming to this place of trusting yourself. And when I was just sitting with myself, I realized, oh, one of the things that keeps me from coming to that place of trust is shame specifically around if there are parts of me that, so if I've recognized here's patterns that are not working, um, need to change these patterns somehow, but there are parts of me that still are very attached to those patterns because they're still getting on some level, like some needs are being met by these patterns. And in the past, I've tried to just anywhere from like reason with those parts, no, this really isn't good. And I'm just reinforcing the shame of like, what you want isn't good, it's bad. Um, or I just try and ignore them completely. And then they just rear up in all kinds of really like increasingly loud ways. And one of the things that has been helping me very recently um, is just really being with those parts and their longing for that familiar not working pattern. Um, but just being with like, yeah, I can see why you want this. And I can be here with you in that longing and that wanting. And what has come out of that is instead of me having to convince them, like, let's let this go. I can just, they naturally on their own, just start mourning. Oh, you're right. Like we can't, this actually isn't, it's just not working for us anymore, but we need to mourn it. Like I need to be in that place where I can just be with that sadness of, yep, for a long time, this was, this was my comfort and my friend and that I'm saying goodbye to that. And that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't always have to be like up and, you know, cheery about the fix. Like sometimes it's just like, okay, you know, even though I know this is good for me, it's sad to let it go and that's okay. Oh my gosh, so much of that. And I mean, a big thing that comes up in a lot of the work that I do on myself and then also in interacting with others is this idea that the things that make us so unique and so powerful are the things that we're most likely to be criticized for along the path of our life. And so, yeah, murder that shadow, embrace those things because it's almost those things that you know, you've been most wounded for and the shame and all of that is really what you're here to teach us how to do. You're here to help us all like release those shackles and fully come into embracing every single part of ourselves. And it's not an easy journey. Of course not. We're, you know, unfortunately still in a society that doesn't like powerful women. It doesn't like powerful, really anybody except for white men. Sorry, but and the more that we just kind of recognize like, okay, if I've been criticized for this, or if this is a part of me that someone has told me I need to be ashamed of, that, that can almost be a little indicator like, oh, go there, go love that part, go celebrate that part. And everything you learn along the way of dismantling is going to be super helpful for someone else because we're all there. Like we're all in the shadow together. And so, I, I mean, it's just beautiful transformation, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So just for the listeners, I wish you could have like a video of what's happening right now. It's just, everybody's like shaking heads and screaming yes. And like laughing and all of this. We're just, this is so beautiful and so powerful and yes to everything that we are saying. Um, also, I think it's the idea of drawing in that shower in that shower, shower, <laughs> that shadow. So you're drawing the shadow into yourself and more releasing the things that that thought 
made that shadow bad and that thought made this like not serve you so i just think it's just to bring that back not that the idea of murdering your shadow is like bad or good or whatever but i'm just saying murder your shadow is what our first instinct is and then i think like hannah said we lean into it further and then it's like oh i can embrace my shadow yes and then it's almost to me which the reason why i love that so much and actually hannah knows this because we've had conversations about this and so she knows i'm kind of enamored with lilith but <laughs> to me that's kind of like what she does she shows up and she's like no I'm all this like and I will take the dark and I will bring it forth and it's going to be like this light you know so it's just kind of like that that just message is so so incredible to me um oh, oh my goodness but you know it just so I think that overall let's see if we can recap real quick then we can draw our cards have final touches finishing like thoughts and energetics um and uh and and close out but to recap this spring equinox is your time to really slow down allow what needs to be uprooted to be uprooted remember that impermanence is a gift rejection is a redirect <laughs> things that are coming to you are coming because now there's room for them to be there so making room for them is good um, honor the cycles lean into what's flowing allow remember that you are always okay love on your pussy embrace every part of self and really relish in that shadow self and really relish in all of the spaces of growth even when it's not fun even when it's painful remember you are not going around in circles like viola said you're spiraling it's a spiral staircase and you're going way up to your highest self you're drawing so much beauty to you so that is just recap of everything that we've been talking about and then if you ladies don't mind i would like to draw first so here we go okay so i'll draw and then whoever wants to go next can um can just unmute themselves and if two of you go at the same time then i'll just laugh and have fun with it <laughs> So I'm drawing from my the Divine Feminine Oracle deck, which is like my favorite, favorite, favorite. Just love it. Uh, this is by Megan Watterson. All right, and the message. Oh, how interesting. Okay, so I've drawn Our Lady of Guadalupe which I actually don't draw often, but I really love and I'm really like resounding with. So she's the embodiment of the Empress of Protection. You know how we were just talking about you are always protected, you are always seen, you are always looked after. This is what she says. And I'm getting goosebumps. So she says, I am safe and divinely protected. I am held in love at all times. Yep. I know, goosebumps. Whoever wants to go next can go next. Okay, Melissa. So I decided to use a deck called Cosma Visions by James Eads because it just landed in my mailbox a few days ago. Um, and I don't yet know any of the interpretations according to what the author's perspective is. So I'm just going to riff on what I'm getting from the card. But I drew um, the nine of birds reversed. And I'm seeing definitely some parallels. I know this deck has... Um, I think he calls them like mirror cards to the tarot. So this would be a mirror to the nine of swords. Um, and one of the things that's coming up for me is contrasting those two. So the nine of swords in tarot, there's usually a figure that's like on a bed. There's all these heavy swords above them. And that often shows up for me when I've got that overwhelm, that powerlessness going on. And it's like, I don't even know how to get out of bed and face this. But what's interesting to me about this nine of birds card is there's a figure that has, they're like drawing back this bow and arrow, um, really hyper-focused on whatever they're aiming at. There's all these birds flying around them. And what I'm sensing from this card is that in this moment with this hyper-intensity, I'm like, where am I aiming my arrow? They don't realize they're right at the edge of a cliff, <laughs> which that could be a problem. So part of what I'm getting from this card is just this willingness to put down the bow and arrow for a minute and not feel like I'm going to be missing something crucial if I'm not constantly knowing what I'm supposed to be aiming at all the time. 
And just to slow down so that the things that are so, so, so important, like for example, not falling off the edge of the cliff, those things have the space to come through. I love it. Kate, did you want to, did you have a card ready? Did you want to? Yes. So I am pulling from, uh, it's an angel tarot card deck by Radley and Valentine. And what I picked is Archangel Raphael, number six, the lovers. And so the themes here are intimate relationships, carefully weighing your decisions and good health. So very much echoing similar themes here. It's all about, you know, you're divinely protected. Archangel Raphael is the here, here to help us heal, facilitate that heart healing. You know, the colors that are showing up here are green, which is very much the heart chakra in your center. And, you know, also does have a little bit with the lover's card, that connotation of, you know, they're so preoccupied just doing their own thing. They don't even notice what else is happening in the world. Um, so I do think there may be some energy around just don't feel like you need to move too quickly, you know, weigh your decisions. But also whatever happens is going to happen and that's totally fine. <laughs> so you're protected and good health healing are all coming through. I don't actually have a card to pull, but I did feel like a message was coming through. And that message is... the shadow part of ourselves, the, um, often we, the only reason it's a shadow is because we're not facing it, right? Like, you know, that old proverb, it's like, turn your face to the sun and the shadows fall behind you. It's like, wherever we're not looking is where the shadows are. And the shadows aren't actually anything bad. They're not anything heavy. They're not anything negative, right? Which we so have polarity. We're humans, right? We like polarity. We like different things and duality. And that's perfect. That's part of our experience. It's what we're meant to be here to experience where like the coolest thing about being a human is the fact that we get to experience all of the epicness in the world right um but it's also sometimes um the limitation of the human sometimes sees it so black and white and it doesn't necessarily it isn't right like we get to actually have love for all of those parts of ourselves so when we allow ourselves to come at those shadows face those shadows with love we actually notice that they are then also part of our light so that's the message coming through I am floored right now because I feel like this is just bananas. I, I'm loving absolutely everybody's cards and then like having mine last. I'm like, wow, this is just too funny. So mine is the serpent. And you see the serpent is, is underneath the roots of the tree. I'm pulling from the dreamscape deck from Matt Hughes. It's beautiful. Um, so the serpent card represents the shadow eating away at the higher self. And it's going to keep eating at the roots, even though like it doesn't realize like the whole world, like everything needs, like the tree needs the sustenance, the tree needs to be able to be rooted down in order to thrive, in order for the world to thrive. And the shadow is just eating away at that higher self and that goodness that it needs. So in a way, whenever I see this, I'm not like, oh no, it's more of like, in the same vein of what everybody's been saying, like we need to let this shadow out in order for us to like truly thrive. So it's not necessarily to be afraid of the shadow. Like you said, Viola, it's not something evil, but it is something that's gnawing away and it's not going to go away until we get it out. So in that same, like, you know, burn your shadow, but also love your, embrace your shadow to release it. Um, I just feel like this card after everybody else's, I was like, this is quite accurate. And also thinking about just like, um, since like a lot of times people do try to frame something like evil or bad or shadow as a serpent. Meanwhile, we know as women, the serpent is like such a beautiful symbol. Yes, I have snakes on my back with flowers. And I'm just like, 
snakes don't have to be like a serpent doesn't have to be something that represents like something horrible but it's like that catalyst for growth and for change and for sexuality and all of the things yeah kundalini vibes like hello it's a serpent in a tree so um i feel like this is a, quite a great card for us to pull <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm breaking into goosebumps all over my body right now. And it's a combination of just the confirmation of what's been pouring out, but also the sharing and this energy with so many powerful women, which is like one of like my deepest loves and where I oh, love, 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 right? I just can't like there's so much in this and, and without getting too much ahead of myself, also why I'm in the works of creating a masterclass that's going to be exactly like a red tent and I just I'm getting all the feels of like ah I don't know it's just so excited <laughs> so and oh yeah just beautiful to everything and so I just want to thank all of you again but I also want to give you a chance to share with the listeners where they can connect you and where they can find you um so if you want what we'll do is we'll start on Viola um, and then we'll go Melissa, then Kate, then Hannah, and then we'll, we'll just close out. Thank you so much for having me on this again. It was really, really awesome. I'm just like so excited for all of you listening to this episode. I'm sure you're getting as much magic from it as we all have been. <laughs> um, and I would love to hear what you thought as well. So you can reach out to me. Instagram is one of my favorite hangouts. I'm at Viola Hug. And I also have a Facebook group called Soulpreneurs Spirit Sex Money, which you're so welcome to come join, share, and meet some other really cool soulpreneurs. Oh, okay. And also, by the way, go listen to Viola's uh, podcast and also go listen to Hannah's podcast. So I'm just like saying, everybody go listen to both yeah. of those. And yeah, okay, go listen. <laughs> yeah, my podcast is called Spirit Sex Money. <laughs> Uh, wow. Before we close, I just want to say one of the things that has come through for me so strong in this gathering is this feeling of, I am not alone. <laughs> it's just this reminder. We all, of course, we all have a shadow. So no matter how polished and perfect other people might seem to you, just know that you are not alone. We are all doing this, this, we're all in this mess, this beautiful mess together. <laughs> so that's uh, something that I'm taking away. I hope listeners get that too. Um, so you can find me at, on Instagram at real magic mystery school. Uh, and my website is realmagic.school. And in particular next month, I'll be opening up registration for a Jungian spellcasting course. So I hope to see you there. Oh, I am just covered with all the goosebumps. This has been so amazing. I'm going to sit and just journal for a solid hour after this. So much has come up. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. And I'm so grateful just to be in your energy. Uh, so yes, you can find me on my website. It's thelightlines.com and Instagram is also my favorite place to answer questions, engage with people. Um, my handle's at the dot light lines. You can also search my name, Kate Good, and you'll find me there. Sorry, I've been like sitting here like looking up everybody on Instagram. I am so tickled from this today. Like I I feel same what I've really had come through is just like I'm always thinking like when um something isn't working out or I feel stagnant or like there's not a whole lot of movement, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like what's wrong with me? Why? What's wrong with me? And uh, just to re just have that reminder that we it's we're supposed to go through these spirals and these cycles. And it's not that we like oh you didn't do it right. It's like no, you're gonna just keep doing it. <laughs> like and so there's not like me always me. I'm also an Enneagram three, so I'm always trying to like get to the end of the race. And it's like no, this race is forever. So um, I just feel like just so on fire from this call today. Um, I loved getting to see all your beautiful faces. And uh, um, if anybody wants to find me, same thing in millennial fashion, Instagram is generally where we are. So um, at the Hannah Moon and TikTok at the Hannah Moon and email is hello, hannahmoon at gmail.com. And I'm actually going to be birthing soon something to um, help bridge the gap between the 
conservative Christian community that's leaving, deconstructing and wanting to enter more of a spiritual and witchy path. And I think that they need a little extra care to like walk through some of the, the scary, shameful things. So, so that is actually something I will be presenting in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I'm, I'm like so jazzed. I'm like excited. I want to like join what everybody else is doing because y'all are like doing so many cool things that I'm just like, oh, this is what I needed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. I mean, I can't say enough about just all of this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. And now we're going to have to do this again sometime. <laughs> All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Again, it just was so chock full of energy. Oh, I mean, I'm buzzing just from re-listening to it again just now. So thank you for joining us for this special episode. Look for another special edition here coming soon. And also, we've been planning on getting together on Clubhouse a lot. So if you're on Clubhouse, go ahead and check that out. You can follow me there at Safa underscore YSG as in your soulful goddess and definitely stay tuned because there's so many wonderful things coming your way. I just can't. Oh my gosh, so much good stuff. Oh yeah, by the way, don't forget to tune in this coming Monday because my guest and I are going to go deep into generational trauma and it is just a lovely, lovely conversation. You're also going to want to go and get her book right away. So yeah, just lots of fabulous fabulous stuff as always if you enjoy the show support it on patreon this ensures that i actually can bring it back for a third season and then also leave a five star uplifting review so that other people can find us and feel free to communicate with me info at your you can also find me on instagram at your goddess and that is all have a beautiful beautiful day Thank you.